0: All right. We have our next question on Roman Catholicism and it is, what are the seven sacraments in Roman Catholicism?
1: All right. So most Catholics are going to know these backwards and Mm -hmm. forwards Um, for our Protestant friends here. This Mm -hmm. is going to be, you're you're familiar with like three or four or five, Mm -hmm. um, the idea of a sacrament, but a a sacrament at the end of the day is going to be something that is set apart and sacred. Mm -hmm. Um, These are very important. Now, if you have not listened to our previous episode, on the Treasury of Merit, Mm -hmm. I would highly suggest hit pause, go back and listen to that because that episode is going to really lay the foundation of what happens in the sacraments.
0: So there are three different categories of sacraments, the sacraments of initiation, the sacraments of healing and the sacraments of service. So let's start with the sacraments of initiation. What do you got for us?
1: All right. Three sacraments of initiation. And it starts with baptism. Mm. Baptism is hands down of all the sacraments, the most important. Mm. Um, Baptism, water baptism, what it does, two big things, very essential. Number one. Water baptism done by the Roman Catholic Church, uh, they believe, removes what is called original sin. Hmm. This is the sin that you are born with. It's the sin that separates you from God. It's the sin um, that will damn you to hell unless you're forgiven. And so in water baptism, original sin is washed away, Hmm. which is why it's Really important for babies.
0: And that's why they try to do it as soon as possible. As soon as, as
1: soon as possible. And so number one, it removes original sin, Mm -hmm. but the positive side of it is that it now unites you to Christ. Mm. You are officially in relationship with God. So as a Protestant, um, we do not believe that baptism initiates your relationship with God, right? primarily because Jesus and the Apostle Paul and every New Testament author identifies that our relationship with God is initiated by faith in Christ or belief, not by works, particularly the work of baptism. Mm -hmm. Uh, Baptism is something that you do after you have personally believed. Mm -hmm. You believe and then you are baptized.
0: And publicly profess your faith in Jesus Christ.
1: Absolutely. And so one of the reasons why not all, but so many Protestant denominations don't baptize infants Mm -hmm. is because an infant can't make the decision to believe in Jesus and then to enter into that relationship Mm -hmm. with him. But you have to understand, whatever we talk about from this point on, you don't participate in the other sacraments unless this sacrament has happened.
0: So if you are an adult who has converted into Roman Catholicism, you need to go through this before they'll let you participate in any of the others.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you're not baptized, you don't get to do the other things. This is foundational 101. Mm -hmm. All right. So you have the catechism of the Catholic church in front of you on Mm -hmm. baptism. Can you read a couple of the sections?
0: Yep. I sure can. The forgiveness we received then was so full and complete that there remained in us absolutely nothing left to efface neither original sin nor offenses committed by our own will. Yet the grace of baptism delivers no one from all the weakness of nature.
1: Right. So in summary, when you were baptized, you were completely, totally forgiven. Everything, Mm. every sin, you name it, you are the most clean before God that you will ever be than in that moment. But you still have a sin nature. Sure. And that's why baptism kind of hits the reset button. Mm -hmm. And then there are going to be other sacraments that you do from this point on to deal with the sin you commit throughout the rest of your life. Mm. There's one more line in here in baptism. And uh, this is from the Council of Trent. And I think this is super important. Can you read this one?
0: Sure. Sure. Baptism is necessary for salvation for those who have not yet been reborn.
1: Absolutely. And Mm. and this is an explicit statement. Uh, This is from the Council of Trent in response to Martin Luther and Mm -hmm. the Protestants uh, Mm -hmm. who were saying that salvation is by grace through faith. And one of the questions was, well, what if I believe, but I die before I could be baptized? Mm. And the Protestants were saying, well, that's unfortunate, but salvation is by grace through faith, not by works Mm -hmm. or sacrament or ordinance or whatever you want to call it. And the Council of Trent said, No, you don't go to heaven. In fact, you are, this is the only way that you can have your sin, your mm-hmm. original sin, be forgiven. Without this, there's no salvation. So we'll probably spend the most amount of time on this one because it is so foundational and mm-hmm. essential. And this is why Protestants will say, Well, I thought salvation was by grace through faith, not by works. Yeah. And the Roman Catholic will come in and say, Mm, but you do have to be, you do but have to do also, this thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. And not just that, but then also some, yeah. some more things. And There's so,
0: several ingredients. Yeah. It, it
1: yeah. is uh when a Roman Catholic says we believe salvation is by grace through faith, not by works. Um, their their doctrine is not consistent with that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a works based and faith based. You need mm-hmm. you need sacraments, good works, right, and faith. So
0: faith, works, and the sacraments yeah. all work together to it, give you your salvation. To
1: give you your salvation. Mm-hmm. All right. The second. Sacrament of initiation is the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. After you're baptized, you can partake of the Eucharist. Uh, We'll do a future episode probably on transubstantiation, but this idea um, that the body or the bread and the wine Mm -hmm. are turned literally into the body and blood of Jesus right. it's Christ.
0: It's not just a symbol. It is a literal transformation. Correct. Yeah. Um,
1: and it's a trans- transformation, if you will, that happens in the spiritual realm, less the physical mm-hmm. realm, but the, the elements become holy. Yeah. And then in partaking of them, what you're doing is you're participating with Christ's suffering. Mm-hmm. And so as you partake of the Eucharist, There is a, we'll call it a reallocation of merit. So this is actually really good for the merit side of things. Uh, It's really effective in Roman Catholicism for deeper union with Christ, Mm -hmm. connection to Christ. Mm -hmm. As you feed on the body and blood of Jesus, you are taking Christ in. Mm -hmm. You're becoming by proximity, if you will, more holy and righteous. And so Mm -hmm. one of the the dynamics in Roman Catholicism that is, um, it's kind of unusual for Protestants is, is that righteousness and intimacy with God is not simply spiritual, but tactile. Hmm. So for, for Protestants, intimacy happens with God as we pray yeah. or worship or spend time mm-hmm. alone. But for uh, Roman Catholics, the actual physical participation in elements binds us closer mm, closer together. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's not just a spiritual thing. It is it is an ontological real mm-hmm. thing that happens as you participate in communion. You're objectively the closest to Christ hmm. that you could be in those moments. Uh, my grandma was a Roman Catholic and um, I was young, but she was debating with me about Roman Catholicism and being a Protestant and. She said, "I'll never forget this. She's kind of slammed her fist on the table and um, and I was talking about, Grandma, you don't go to heaven by being good, you trust in Christ in Ephesians 2 eight and nine yeah and I was on up the book of Romans. and she just she slams her fist on the table and she says like this loud pleading voice, but you don't have the Eucharist. Hmm. And so what important she, to them. she didn't have the vocabulary, but this so there's baptism. But then the Eucharist is how you remain intimate, close, Mm. near, and proximity. And the physical elements have a profound spiritual impact on you and your relationship with God. The relational
0: tie through that. Wow.
1: It's very powerful. So never underestimate how sacred the Eucharist is, not just because of the transubstantiation of the transformation Mm -hmm. of the elements in the spiritual realm, but... Um, but because of what it means to them and in their intimacy yeah. with God.
0: Well, and that knowledge and background will be so helpful for those who are listening, who are Protestant yep. to handle this gently and be very loving in how you come at it, because this is so near and dear and special. It is to those of your friends who are Roman Catholics,
1: which I tell people, if you're like engaging a Roman Catholic, insulting them is mm-hmm. probably going to be the, the least yeah. effective way to win them. You know, oh,
0: that's so surprising. I yeah. know, right?
1: <laughs> who, who is transformed by being insulted? All right. So the, the last sacrament of initiation um, com- is confirmation. And so confirmation is an initiation into the church. And so what baptism is to God. Confirmation is to the church. Mm -hmm. Um, So the catechism, it says this in 1285, the catechism is broken down into numerical sections. Mm -hmm. So section 1285, can you read that?
0: Sure. It must be explained to the faithful that the reception of the sacrament of confirmation is necessary for the completion of baptismal grace.
1: Oh, yeah. So it is dangerous to be baptized and yet not confirmed. It's
0: all interwoven. It is all interwoven. Yeah. So the catechism also says, like baptism, which it completes, confirmation is only given once for it too imprints on the soul an indelible spiritual mark the character, which is the sign that Jesus Christ has marked a Christian with the seal of his spirit by clothing him with power from on high so that he may be his witness.
1: Yeah. And you can see um, this almost official public mm-hmm. connection to the church. So like as a product, it's super important. So as a Protestant, we say we're going to believe and be baptized because the most important part of me is not what local church I go to. It's my affiliation with Christ. Right. And for the Catholic, it's not just affiliation with Christ through baptism. It is now affiliation with the church right. through confirmation and that ongoing affiliation with mm. Christ through through communion.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So the next section of sacraments are the sacraments of
1: healing. Yep. Two sacraments of healing. Um, one most people are familiar with is penance. This is also, mm. um, it, it's got a few different names, but um, it's the sacrament of reconciliation or the sacrament of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, um, priests are authorized in the church under the authority of Jesus Christ to forgive sins. This really, really upsets Hmm. Protestants yeah, because in the scriptures, we're told that there's only one mediator between God and man. It's Jesus Christ. So Protestants recoil at this idea that we need a middle person. Mm -hmm. Um, James says, confess your sins to one another. Mm -hmm. Um, It does not mention priestly class of people. Sure. Hebrews also talks about the priesthood of the saints, that we are all priests in Christ. We are all people with, it's it's this idea of people have direct access to God. Mm -hmm. So we all have this. And so again, Protestants kind of recoil at this, but in Roman Catholicism, uh, penance or uh, it's a sacrament where you confess um, the priest will give you absolution or forgiveness mm-hmm. and will give you things to do
0: to earn so, that merit.
1: Yes. Back. Christ did yes. his part. Now you do mm-hmm. your part. And that's a really important yeah. dynamic. So
0: you go to confession. You tell the priest your sins. He absolves you and then tells you, hey, in order to get that merit back into yep. your account, these are the things you need to do.
1: Yep. The second um Uh, sacrament of healing is the anointing of the sick. Most Mm -hmm. people think of it like if you're on your deathbed, Mm -hmm. a priest will come in, there's certain prayers, they pray over you, they'll anoint you with oil. And there is a biblical um, principle here, which is that um, the the scriptures do teach like anoint with oil for for the sake Mm -hmm. of healing. Protestants, I think, largely don't do this. Most modern Christians kind of, unless you're in the charismatic tradition or some Roman Catholics, you don't see this a lot, but that is a biblical principle. Uh, one of the things I appreciate about Roman Catholicism is that they do understand that God does use physical things hmm. symbolically. I think they imbue power into these physical things in a sure. way the scriptures do not. Um, but the idea of anointing with oil, particularly for somebody who's sick. Yeah. Um, but if you are concerned about a near death experience, they will bring you in. And yeah. and, um,
0: and. they can uh, repeat it. If you continue oh, yeah. to be ill or you get worse, they yeah. can come back in and do it again. For sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 1515, it says, uh if during the same illness, the person's condition becomes more serious, the sacrament may be repeated. This is about purification and preparation. Um, this is about, um, like, particularly, let's say you're not conscious. Okay, mm-hmm. um, A priest in your behalf um, can pray over you and really work on um, uh, absolving you, forgiving you before Christ, even if maybe you're not the most conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also an opportunity for Catholics who... Um, let's just say they've been really far from God. It's sort of like death kind of makes you reevaluate things and you're like, I need to make myself right with God. Otherwise I'm going to spend an obscene amount of time in purgatory and it's not going to be good. And so it's kind of, um, um, you know, making the most of these um, milestone moments, Mm. particularly of death. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. The sacraments of service are the last category.
1: Yep. Marriage uh, again, Protestants and Catholics, uh, we get this one, but uh, I appreciate that they put this on the level of Mm -hmm. a, of one of the most sacred things that you can do as a human being. This is where Catholics and conservative Protestants should be aligned on all things marriage, Uh, but they really just highlight its importance. But the, the one that um, most people don't understand as much as holy orders. This mm. is the seventh and final sacrament. Yep. Uh, if you're not being married to a man or woman, um, this is for men who are going to go into the priesthood and they are basically marrying themselves to God for mm-hmm. the rest of their life mm-hmm. and committing to a life of celibacy and singleness. And so you have to be a baptized man, a Roman Catholic. There's sure. an educational process yeah. you have to go through. But holy orders is the single man's way of marrying himself to God, whereas matrimony or ho- marriage is... Uh, a man and a woman committing mm. themselves to each other for life or till death do them yeah. part. Um, I, we have pastors, you know, and and they they have priests. Um, I get called Father Michael <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while. I'm like, not the same. Uh, I can get married and I have children. Right. Um, a little
0: different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is
1: interesting, though. Um, it'll be it'll be striking to see what happens with Roman Catholic priests over the next few years on celibacy and marriage, because mm. there are becoming less and less priests, yeah. uh, marriage does have a benefit of protecting particularly men sexually. Yeah. And the scriptures are also pretty clear not to forbid people from, from or to basically require celibacy for holiness. Right. I've always been a little struck that this kind of got through. Um, uh, centuries ago as a policy when scripture teaches basically don't do this kind of thing. And the model of most of the apostles was marriage. That was a thing. Jesus wasn't, of course. Right. But But just
0: grasping for purity probably in as many places as possible. And uh, just trying to make the best decisions that they could at the time.
1: Yep. At the end of the day, all of these sacraments, they do come back to this principle of merit Mm -hmm. and that. Connection to God is through works and behaviors mm-hmm. that accomplish your salvation and coordination with God. Uh, but they also do set apart some things, is really, really important. Yeah. These are life milestones. So I wouldn't call them sacraments. I, like we have ordinances in the Protestant church, mm-hmm. which is baptism and mm-hmm. communion. Like mm-hmm. we're pro baptism and yep. communion. We just see them as not things that you do to be saved, but right. because you're because, saved. Right. Yeah. Because, yes. And that's a big difference.
0: Yep. Well, thanks so much for going into all that.
1: My joy.